Fallout continues from the chemical spill after a train derailed in the U.S. town of East Palestine. It's garnering lots of attention in the press today. Our reviewer, Deepti Galeron, is here to take us through it. Well, that train carrying chemicals and uh, combustible materials, including a very dangerous chemical uh, called uh, vinyl chloride that's very, uh, very dangerous to our health, derailed in East Palestine, Ohio, a small town of just about 5,000 people. That uh, derailment happened earlier this month, Sharon. It sparked fears of air, water, and soil pollu uh, pollution, and a controlled burn of those hazardous uh, materials eventually led to toxic fumes being sent out into the air. Now, the New York Times today reports uh, in this article that federal officials have uh, sent help the head of the Environmental Protection Agency visited East Palestine on Thursday, uh, but for many residents that visit uh, brought a lot more frustration and uh, anger uh, and, and skepticism more than anything else. The EPA says it will, it will send aid, but locals, locals accuse officials of just taking too long to respond to this environmental disaster. They're furious also at what they see is a shirking of responsibility on the part of uh, the railway company uh, that uh, whose train uh, led to that derailment. And in this local paper from Ohio today, the Columbus Dispatch, uh, there's a, a opinion piece by this writer who argues that people even as far as away as five, uh, 50 kilometers from East Palestine are uh, have reported feeling uh, nausea, headaches, vomiting, diarrhea, while locals in East Palestine say they've seen dead fish in creeks and complain of this odor of chlorine in the air. Uh, this comes as officials say that the water is safe to drink and that people can slowly come back to the town. Uh, but this, for this writer, she really slams the uh, kind of uh, the, the nonchalant uh, attitude of local authorities who insist that uh, the, the city is safe to live in again, despite what locals are saying are very obvious signs pointing to the contrary. Other commentators as well, Deep T, pointing out that the consequences of the disaster, they say, could have been better mitigated. That's right. This is uh, from uh, an interesting article from the website Vox, which explains uh, that, that tr the train wreck didn't have to be this bad, but it was also a culmination of... Uh, years of warnings from industry uh, analysts, but also rail workers uh, who have long warned that such disasters are the result of an industry that has aggressively cut costs and also slashed its workforce, uh, really leading uh, to uh, a situation where you have trains carrying this very hazardous material, more and more hazardous material with fewer and fewer personnel on board, a sort of perfect storm leading to disasters like this derailment. Uh, and on that note, another derailment was also uh, reported uh, this week in another part of the U.S. So uh, clearly this is uh, uh, not an isolated incident, Sharon. Uh, turning to Nigeria, deep tea, voters there will be going to the ballots to elect a new president in just over a week. But a poll there is showing that there could already be a frontrunner. Well, the elections are being tipped to be uh, the, the most tightly contested elections in a very long time in Nigeria. But there was a poll indeed uh, that uh, by a Nigerian Human Rights Committee that has tipped uh, Bola Ahmed Tinubu as the likely winner. Now, the current president, Mohamedou Buhari, cannot 
run again because he's maxed out his uh, term limit as president. Now, uh, Tinubu is from the same party, the All Progressives Congress, the APC party, as Buhari. Uh, and according uh, to this Nigerian uh, newspaper, The Nation, uh, the candidate uh, is uh, a front runner. Tinubu is, is a front runner. The candidate for the PDP party, Atiku Abubakar, comes in a close second. And the Labour Party candidate, Peter Obi, a third place. Now, uh, it's interesting that uh, this poll has tipped this candidate as a front runner because there's an article in another Nigerian newspaper, Vanguard, which explains why such a presidency led by this man would be so dangerous for Nigeria. This, uh, this daily, must be said, Vanguard is often very critical of the military hierarchy in the north of the country. They publish this opinion piece in which the writer warns that a Tinubu presidency would destroy, I quote, would destroy the fabric of presidential politics and legitimize self-serving behavior where someone amasses inexplicable wealth and then uses it to essentially finagle his way to the presidency. This writer saying a presidency is not up for sale, that it's something that should be earned uh, through legitimate voting and elections. Indeed, uh, this candidate, Tinubu, faces uh, accusations of corruption and even ties to drug trafficking. He has amassed a huge amount of money over the years. Turning now to the US, Deep T, the family of Hollywood star Bruce Willis, they've released a statement about his health condition and it's almost a year after he retired from acting. What are they saying? Well, his family last, uh, last March, so almost a year ago, announced he'd be retiring and said that he was suffering from uh, an illness called aphasia. Well, yesterday his family uh, gave us an update on his condition, and it sadly is uh, not good news, uh, saying that Bruce Willis is now su suffering from incurable dementia, specifically frontotemporal lobar degeneration. Uh, the Washington Post explains that it's a condition that mostly affects people between the ages of 40 and 60 years of age. It is in the same category of neurodegenerative diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. Uh, the condition, uh, the Post explains, begins with small changes in behavior or, or speech. Uh, and then sadly progresses to become a terrible illness that affects basic motor uh, neuron uh, skills and um, as it is incurable, eventually leading to death. So a very sad prognosis there for a very grand actor, Bruce Willis. You're leaving us with a much more upbeat story, Deep T, and it's a TikTok trend. It has chefs, I believe, uh, featuring suggestive videos while they're cooking up a storm in the kitchen. Tell us more about that. Well, this is in this uh, website journal today. Uh, TikTok chefs take food porn literally. You might want to thank a Swiss-Australian chef, Cedric Lorenzen, whose videos regularly hit the 2 million view mark. He's part of a growing trend of chefs on TikTok who are making these sort of food fetish videos that bring new meaning uh, to food porn. Some of them are far too suggestive for me to show you on air. I did find a few that are quote-unquote, a little bit tamer. Let's uh, give you an idea of what these videos are. Uh, they're extremely popular. Uh, he says it's also, it's not, it's not just about being uh, sexy, that it's also about enjoying food, but uh, you can clearly see in his videos, he doesn't wear a lot of clothes, so you can understand why some of these videos are getting a lot of attention. This one, in, in this one here, you see him... Uh, I guess massaging a, a chicken and chopping vegetables very suggestively. Who knew food could be this sensual, Sharon? Slightly distracting, Deep Tea, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> deep Tea, Laurent, thank you so much. That's Deep Tea with our press review.